Welcome to the Top 8 Movies Podcast, presented by Top 8 Media. Every week we share top 8 lists from movie lovers across the globe. We also dive into actors and actresses' top 8 movies according to IMDb scores. And hear many reviews from our resident film reviewer, Mike Morgan, as he reflects on his top 8 films of each of the last 34 years. We have special edition top 8 lists on more specific topics from the movie industry. Send us your top 8 list to be read out on future episodes. Just DM us on Instagram at top underscore 8 underscore media. Thanks for tuning in and let's crack on with the show. Welcome back, everybody, to Top 8 Movies from Top 8 Media. My name is Owen Morgan, and I'm sat down with my co-host, Jessica Rose Johnson, where we talk all about film through the power of Top 8 lists. And today, we are looking at British movies. As a Brit, I want to give the British movies some love. Funny enough, it's funny how we talk about British films. If you don't often hear people talking about, like, hey, American films, I've noticed that's not like, doesn't seem to be a thing. It just seems to be like the Americans just make insane amount of movies and amazing ones as a general rule and that everyone else has to follow so maybe that's why we're broken off into british films maybe that's what it is uh but we've got some absolute classics here today guys so we're gonna be looking at uh the highest scoring ones on imdb and that's from 1990 onwards then my list jess list and then uh, my friend lynn's british list they're all very different you're in for quite a ride here today so thank you much for this, everybody, um, and I hope you've been enjoying this new format. And I mean, Jess, I think we have a lot of fun. So welcome back, Jess. And as an American, share with us, was this kind of complicated, easy? What, what did it feel like for you? I felt like it was a little hard because a part of me was like, is it like, what defines a British film? Is this a British film or does it just have British actors? Or is this a British film or is it just filmed? in England like what what exactly so some of the movies I looked into I was like well I guess that's technically an American film and then someone was like oh I didn't even know that was a British film so really exciting and also this is going to be a fun exposure for me because I think there's going to be some movies that I may not have heard of or seen before that will get added to my future watching list so yeah this is gonna be great oh there certainly will as we'll go through I'm gonna like I'm gonna flag up ones you need to write down so i'll say flag something like that and then you can load it now so some absolute classics in here so yeah just like you just said to be clear what we kind of looked at were british i asked around at work and i did some research online what what qualifies we're kind of looking at probably 60 to 70 percent of the cast is british kind of like the first tick kind of mostly set in england or wales or scotland united kingdom we really kind of want it to be mostly set here if possible um and then quite importantly, I guess, is the film company. So what film company made it? So if it was a BBC film, it's clearly British because that's our, one of our biggest creators of movies. So it's kind of like the film producers too. So I've, I've checked them all out as a Brit and most of them, to me, I think feel appropriate. So don't come at us in the comments or anything. You know, we've really done our research here. Make sure we were ticking all the right boxes. So we are going to kick off today the highest scoring British films, according to IMDb, from 1990 onwards. Because the list I found, all of them were 1940, 50, or 1960s. I was like, this, I'm not sure our audience ages, but this could get complicated real fast. 
So we've gone for 90, 90 onwards. So Jess, you always read out our first list of the episode. So I'm excited for you to go through it and then ask you afterwards how many you've seen out of the eight. So let's do it. All right, here we go. So British films with those top scores, starting with number eight spot, Sense and Sensibility. Number seven, The Remains of the Day. Number six, About Time. Number five, Atonement. Number four, Hot Fuzz. Number three, In Burgess. Number two, In The King's Speech. Is In Bruges? <laughs> In Bruges. Rouge. Oh, just kidding. Okay. Number three, In Rouge. Number two, The King's Speech. Number one, Train Spotting. Train Spotting? Right. We, hang on a second. Eh? You, you've not, you know Train Spotting, right? You, you know Train Spotting? No. I don't oh, think so. <laughs> I apologize. All Brits listening right now. <laughs> It's got even McGregor in it, like literally, or your guy. <gasps> oh my goodness! Mortified. I'm looking it up. Yeah. So everybody, <laughs> this list here is Jess has only just seen it, which is actually quite fun. I forgot to send it, and actually, it's worked out quite well for the show. It adds a bit of flavour. So yeah, she's not heard of train spotting. She's looking it up. So it's about a lot of basically a lot of drug users. You McGregor is a hardcore drug user in it. Um, and it's just about being on the gritty streets of, I think, Scotland, if I remember rightly. Um, and just drug users. It's very weird and psychedelic, and there's some very bizarre scenes in it of, like, you feel like you're on drugs watching it. Um, it's quite iconic over here in the UK. A lot of people don't like it, but I think it's an iconic cinema, and we should be proud of it, really. Um, Ewan McGregor. Um, so, yeah, just my reflections. Some period dramas in there. That makes sense. Atonement and sensibility. About time. It's quite recent. I think we, a lot of you might have seen it. Bill Nye, um, all about going back and trying to change things to make our future better. And it all goes wrong. Very good film. Hot Fuzz is up there with Shaun of the Dead um, and some of the other stuff that's been made by those guys. That's a, it's like a cop comedy and it's fantastic. Um, in Bruges with Colin Farrell um, and some other great cast members. It's a great film. I'm surprised that's British, but obviously it is. And in second place, King's Speech. Um, with um colin firth it's a beautiful beautiful movie it's, it's just gorgeous pace the filming the story that it's based on fantastic film i'm really happy it's number two so jess american lady what are your thoughts <laughs> oh my i'm like i'm laughing so hard because one was it i mispronounced two <laughs> and yeah dream spotting i can't believe uh my lovely Ewan McGregor was in it and I hadn't even heard or seen of it. But yeah, it says in Edinburgh. He's in Edinburgh, lad. Is what in Edinburgh. in the description. Edinburgh. 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 <laughs> Edinburgh. Um, He's in Edinburgh, well, lad. Well, that's the first one to pop on your list instantly. So how many of those eight have you heard of? And then how many of those eight have you seen? I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. Okay, so I've heard of five of them. Okay, cool. But I've only seen one. Oh. Don't tell me, don't tell me. I think it's number six, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, number six. Okay. Though number two, I know that was on our list of ones that we were going to go see, and then we just never made it to see it. So I'm kind of surprised. Um, 
that I, I haven't seen the King's speech as popular as it's been as well, but man, I got some movie watching to catch up on clearly, clearly. Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, try, try I'm intrigued to see how you find train spotting. It's very, very weird. So um, I can't wait to hang more, more about that. And I think the hot fuzz and Shaun of the dead, there's like a series of films made by, by the people that made that. So I think you're enjoying that one, but um but yeah, it's, this is completely different, guys, for all of our lists. So really, really cool way to kick off. So let's look at my list. Here we go, guys. Now we're talking. Uh, so I will add a little bit of flavor to each film I say. A um, little, little cheeky line afterwards. So in eighth place is Love Actually. Just probably because it's so Christmassy. And I've watched it about 256 times. Um, and a lot of people are like, oh, God, not Love Actually. It's got to that point. It's so popular. People hate it now. Um, but I just think it's so British and I love it for that. Seventh place is Me Before You. Not really many people, many people are going to have this. It's just amazing. It's about um, a really sort of, sort of well-to-do, sort of rich guy who had the life of his dreams and then he ends up in a wheelchair and he's paralyzed and a, this, uh, a carer comes in and he doesn't want her and then they start to get on and they fall in love and oh my god i gotta cry um i love that film so much i love both the leads and i'm stupid because i've forgotten both their names which is fantastic i love them both um maybe jess can do some research um but uh yeah i can see that jess was doing fake tear finger movements so she knows in sixth place is Billy Elliot. It's absolutely obscene that the Billy Elliot is not featuring in that first list. Um, Ballet Dancing Boy. So, so British. So beautifully done. Um, and it's amazing. I love it. Fifth is Shaun of the Dead. So that is the same people that made Hot Fuzz. It's a zombie action comedy. And it's done in a British classy way. It's not too naff or cheesy. It's really, really good. Shaun of the Dead. Love it. Fourth, 1917. If you listen to the war, the, uh, war list uh in our last episode you would see this um it's british and i'm insanely proud of that what an amazing film free is the gentleman which is a guy ritchie film so think of Lockstock or snatch from back in the day revamp now um and hugh grant is absolutely amazing in it oh my god it's got matthew mcconaughey as the america the token american that guy ritchie tends to put in his british films i watched it literally two days ago again i'm like oh my god this is just the best guy ritchie film of all time so that's in there Two, I've been a very extremely naughty boy, and I put in a whole franchise. Now, we just to mention, we are going to allow franchises to sneak in here and there, all right? As long as it's just that same actor. So be very clear, I have put in Bond, but I put in Daniel Craig's Bonds. So I put in just Daniel Craig's, so the ones that he did. It is British. Um, it is naughty to have a franchise, but... I can't pick one out, unfortunately, because I really liked all of them. So, done Craig's Bonds. And in first place, I had to look it up. I was like, please, God, cross my fingers, let this be British. And it's The Kingsman. So, it's the one with Colin Firth and Taron Egerton and Samuel L. Jackson. So, it's that one with the amazing church scene, amazing church fight scene. It does qualify as British. Lots of British cast, mostly a film in Britain. It qualifies, maybe. And Jess looks horrified that she may realise that didn't count. Um, so I'm, I apologize in advance, but that's my list. I'm very proud of it. I honestly, I'm really, really proud of it. It's a right mix. It's some romance, romantic comedy stuff in there, and there's some ballet dancing, some zombies, 
some war, um, and some Christmas action. So I'm very proud. So Jess, you went through a whole roller coaster of emotions there when I was doing that. I was watching. So tell me why these emotions were so all over the shop. So some of these, I was like, that's crap. I didn't realize I was British. Um, <laughs> I felt kind of silly for that. But um, oh my goodness, me before you. Holy smokes. I had no clue that was a British movie. Amazing, amazing movie. This is one of, if I haven't talked about this before, I like to watch movies on airplanes because they have a lot of like the free movies. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'll watch a movie while I work. No, I was like bawling watching this movie. So I was just like, oh my gosh, such a great movie. And then, uh, and, Emilia, Emilia Clark. Uh, Amelia Clark, Clark. Yeah, sorry, yeah, from Amelia Game of Thrones. Clark. And then Sam Claffin. Sam Claffin, yeah, oh, those, I love Sam. Those were the two from me, me before you. Thank you for your research. I appreciate you all. Yeah, some of those I was okay. So I did the James Bond. I went back and forth on the James Bond, and I was like, "Is it British or is it American?" And then I found that like one film on one like one list was like, "Well, this one's British." I'm like, "How are they not British?" Like the whole storyline. And that's where I read even like Harry Potter. So you're talking about the franchise, where it was like, "Well, technically, it was like written there, but really it's an American film." But all the actors had to be British. So I don't know. Hot has got to be British. I'm not having that. It's it's you know, yeah. That's what I thought too. But I like that. I like you know James Bond. It is hard. It is hard. First of all, it is hard to choose which Bond is your favorite Bond. But then having to choose a favorite Bond movie, no. So that would it's it's a whole list of its own. Which yeah. Anyway, great list. Very surprised by some of those. Um, I've actually seen almost all of your list too which that like never happens <laughs> that's really really cool so that shows that my list is yeah. better because if american an american oh. most of them it must mean that that's the biggest pull so mine's much better oh. than that other so um, when you vote on good. instagram when you vote on instagram guys you already know that b should be i should that right now but oh. let's not say anything yet because it's time for jess to share her list well, I definitely feel like I'm missing good ones now. <laughs> but here we go. Here's my here, here here's my um, American trying to come up with top eight British list list. <laughs> uh, I picked number eight, the Iron Lady. So uh, I always find this interesting. It, you know the news. So how we hear news in other countries or other countries here are so the perception of what is known as margaret thatcher and meryl street playing her was just phenomenal um i thought it was it was it was a really good film um, number seven notting hill has been one of my favorites movies for a very very long time we talked about this on another episode but definitely love it it's a it's a fun a fun love story so a rom-com one of my most quoted movies number six is Johnny English. Now Johnny English is, I don't know how popular it is over there, but the actor that plays, uh, plays a movie series called Mr. Deeds. And that was like the most rented movies my brothers and I would get from the library. 
So anytime I see him, and he kind of plays a similar character, this kind of goofy, um, goofy guy, but he's a spy. So it's just, it brings back a lot of nostalgic memories for me. And number five is a movie I saw recently, See How They Run. I also am a big fan of murder mysteries. And I loved how this one was set up and how the story was told and they follow the characters around. I like trying to solve before they release it. So that's a fun one and a recent one. Um, 1917, we're, we're giving that movie all kinds of love now, aren't we? For, for very good reasons, just an amazing movie. About Time is my number three spot. It is definitely a very emotional movie. Just crying on this one too. Ironically, my husband had saw it before me and was trying to get me to watch it. So I thought it was going to be lame. And then I saw it and I was like, oh my goodness, how, how fitting. It's such a, such a good life story. And if you haven't seen it, probably um, my highly recommended see off my list movie, even though it's in my number three spot. Um, number two, I have Lawrence of Arabia, which is a huge throwback, but it was a movie I grew up to watching. My dad had it, a good old double VHS tape set situation, but again, more of a nostalgic and a, a, a good classic cinema that I remember getting to watch with my dad. And my number one, as the cheesy American, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, I absolutely love it. My husband and son think it's dumb, and I think they're dumb for thinking it's dumb, but another movie that I quote way too often, and I think a lot of us here in America know the movie and quote it, so I hope it represents you all well. <laughs> I think yours is more English and British than mine is, so testament to you there, because there's some in there that, that yeah, they're the, they're the epitome of our cinema. I haven't got them, so I'm already... I love my list, but also a little bit of shame coming in. Iron Lady, that's such a good shout. I, I, I haven't seen it. I've heard some amazing things. Um, Maggie Thatcher's a polarising figure, as you can imagine, here in the UK. So um, it's interesting to see how, how well that film did at the box office, actually. Just politically, more than anything. But yeah, I can imagine Mel Streep. Yeah. He's amazing anyway, but I can imagine she would smash that out. Notting Hill's an absolute classic. It's up there with Four Reddings and a Funeral too. It was of that era. Um, Notting Hill's absolute classic. And I, that's probably like my nine or tenth. I just couldn't quite squeeze it in. Um, a bit like Potter. Potter didn't quite make it in. Um, because I don't mind Harry Potter, but it didn't quite, didn't quite get in there. Johnny English, yeah. So that's um, Ron Atkinson that played Mr. Bean over here. Um, he's an iconic figure over here. Um, so yeah, I don't blame you for adding that in. Uh, my seven year old stepson's only just started watching Mr. Bean and he's like, what is this? This is so weird. Well, as I know, this is what we used to watch as kids. I know it's weird, but you know, see how they run. I don't, yeah, I don't know much about that actually off the top of my head. So I'm going to go and watch the trailer later on. So thank you for including that. 917, great. About time. I loved it. Um, hang on a minute. I loved it. I didn't even include it in mine, did I? Wait a minute. Oh. I don't think you did, but I think because you had me before, you before me. Which those oh, two are yeah. both like killer movies. So maybe you bumped one for another. All right, I'm going to re record that bit. I'm going to own my mistake. So, yeah, Third Place About Time. I love that film. And now I'm feeling very, very stupid for it not being in mine. So maybe that's eight and a half. <laughs> Lawrence of Arabia. Shamefully, I've not seen that yet. And that's probably unacceptable too. Uh, Monty Python, obviously, we always get more British, much more British than that. And we are very proud of that whole series and everybody that was in it. And I think it's so amazing that you've you put that at top spot. You know, you could have picked some kind of 
blockbustery britishy action film couldn't you but no you've gone for a classic i appreciate that um so yeah i think it's absolutely amazing list and what variety this is probably the biggest variety we've seen so far in the free episode we've done which is pretty cool and speaking of variety lynn's list is i'm looking at it now there isn't a single film on her list that's on any of the other lists i don't think from what i can see maybe dunkirk i'm yeah. sure but anyway that's insane isn't it absolutely insane so let's do it let's get lynn's in there so we can really get a mix up so yeah lynn is added a little one-liner after each film she's the one that's sort of donated i guess the most list so far guys honestly send us a list via um, instagram i'm um, on dms just message me hey would you like a list about this yeah sure let's do it um because lynn is going to keep us topped up for many years to come <laughs> she loves films as much as we do all right let's jump in there was actually an adjustment by the way jess to this she made an adjustment about an hour before we recorded so you're going to get a little bit of um, excitement here so just to give us a sense of why one was removed let's let me explain why it was removed so she had killing fields at number three but her daughter was very adamant it does not qualify as being british lynn concurred and removed it from her list nice bit of list drama we get much list drama on the show but there it is so that meant everything was bumped up one and in at number eight that got a special then inclusion which is really cool in the last hour or so is king's speech which is actually obviously in the um high scoring so yeah king's speech is her number eight she says colin firth as a king is fantastic in a moving real life drama so real life drama should be enough for jess to get on it i would suggest <laughs> okay in seventh place is the italian job the 1969 version not the mark Wahlberg version don't actually have a line for that one but um yeah, I'm really intrigued, actually. I need to watch the trailer for that one because I, I quite like the remake. So I'm presuming this is probably much better. I trust Lynn, so um, I'm about to go and check that out. Sixth place is A Room with a View, a 1985 classic romance from James Ivory, beautifully shot trip into 1907 England. In fifth place is The Full Monty. Um, if you're British, you will know what The Full Monty is. And if you're American, think Magic Mike. Put it in a steel, a steel city in the middle of England in the freezing cold um, with a load of British guys getting their kit off. And that's the film you're looking for. It's another working class comedy with a very 90s reality feel. Fourth is The Bells of St. Trinians. So not the St. Trinians you're thinking it might be. Recently, this is The Bells of St. Trinians. George Cole is outstanding and Alice Sim in this amazing classic 1950s comedy. In third place, oh my God, what a film. Legend with Tom Hardy playing both characters, both brothers. Oh my God, so cool. How they film these things, I'll never know. Um, and she also says violent and scary, but so good. Second place is Dunkirk, which is loosely based on true stories, as real as, as, as it possibly could be. And it adds, I think, to Christopher Nolan's um, work on that one. And she also says it's a fantastic um great cast which is also very true and in number one i'd be fascinated to see if chess knows what this is it's called brassed off it's a forever favorite of hers it's a working class reality in the 80s with ewan mcgregor again playing the trumpet so basically it's a film about a brass band in, in england so it, it, it's, it's it's super super british so yeah this list is completely 
completely different. It's a really nice mix of much older stuff, some traditional 90s vibes there with with Full Monty and Brostoff. And you've also got some war films in there and Tom Hardy being absolutely amazing. So it's a really, really interesting list, actually. Very different. I wouldn't expect anything else from Lynn. She says that. My lists are very different. I really respect that. So what are your thoughts on this one? Do you know many of these? Obviously, you know Dunkirk. Um, Legend, you seem to respond to that. Yeah, uh, only a few of these. So the Italian job, I'd heard that it was a remake. So I've seen the the 2007 one. And uh, yeah, the full Monty I love your description of. Seen Legend and then um, Dunkirk. I can't believe Brassed Off. And even like the time frame it came out. Like, I, I'm, I'm shocked that I haven't heard or seen it. So, yeah, some some more movies to add to, to my list. I love how diverse all of our lists have been and how there's all kinds of different movies and then what we view. And what did you say? Her daughter said, no, that one doesn't count. You have to sub it out. <laughs> I love that she's involved, too. Yeah, well, I know she's making loads of lists as well, so I'm sure we'll be getting hold of some of those. But this, this this is the most debatable one because it's hard to determine what is and what isn't in this, this particular genre. So, um, but I think it's very important just to cover them because the more niche we can get, the better, really. So um, it's interesting because I'm, I'm looking back for the list now. King's Speech comes up twice. Um, like 17 comes up twice. Oh, three. Well, yeah, twice. That's about it, really. How cool is that? So we, you know, yeah. we covered a lot of films here today. Um, and yeah, so that's all done. Dusty. I'm not sure how we would do an American one. That'd be so complicated. I think we have to break it down. Maybe we have to break it down by state. <laughs> what states are they based in? Oh. That would take a little while. But that might be yeah. quite interesting. A lot actually. of movies are filmed in my state, so mm -hmm. we have. A, yeah, we have a lot of movies filmed in the great state of Oklahoma. <laughs> Well, we can put Oklahoma in there straight away. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, Lynn, for that. And yeah, I really, really enjoyed that one. Really, really interesting combination. So now here is your chance, guys, to head over to Instagram. If you've listened to this the moment it's been released, it's time to get to Instagram and vote A, B, C, or D. I have our names next to each one. Vote in the comments or on the Instagram story within the first 24 hours of this episode being released. We'd love to know what you really think is the ultimate british movie list and we will share the results on our next episode so coming up guys just give you a little taste we've got matt damon um next and then we've got steven spielberg which is going to be really, really fun and we've also got the best films of 2020 we think we think it's 2020 um i th think that's what we're up to uh, so that'll be really interesting to be honest because you know will there be lots of blockbusters in there or will it be a nice blend of other stuff so yes, amazing. So yeah, what do you think about that all together then? Are you are you feeling like, you know, you're a pro Brit when it comes to this now? Oh no, I don't feel like I'm a, a, a pro, but I do. Um, it's it's opened me up to more movies and thinking more of that. Where are the movies made? I think that's really cool to think of too. Is you know, I just, I go and I watch whatever movies in the movie theater, but there's so many more movies out there. So it's exciting to see. And who knows, maybe there's other movies we can watch, but I'll say you're, you're anti-horror movie. I am anti-subtitles. I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. I'm going to get out there. I won't do subtitles. I'm not watching a movie to have to read. Okay. <laughs> so 
that might limit our ability to do ones with me for other countries. If it's going to require me to read a movie, I'm out. <laughs> well, that's our disclaimer then, guys. You know, if you send us a list and you want to encourage new episodes to be created, you might go, they've not done that yet. And you want to be the one that kickstarts an episode. Bear in mind in this scenario, if it's horror or subtitles, then we may need two <laughs> listeners lists, which is really fun, actually. I'm really looking forward to that. So for horror, it will be Jess, two listeners, and then highest grossing. So um, that'll be really, really fun. Thanks so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Send us your top eight list today to top underscore eight underscore media. If you find it too hard to create your top eight of all time, then why not a top eight from a certain actor, actress, genre, or director? You can even make it more niche. For example, the top eight films set in space. Your list could inspire. So join the top eight media contributors today. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. <laughs>